Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having a blessed day today, as always. And it's interesting to me how you can watch and see how the mainstream narrative changes the direction as they're told to talk and focus about whatever they're supposed to talk and be focused on. And as we're seeing now, and I told Dad this right before the show, that this whole this whole complete and total impeachment ridiculousness, what this entire thing is, is it's designed to be obfuscation, it's designed to be fodder, it's designed to be theater. That's all this is. There's absolutely no reason to engage in this at all right now except for the simple reason of they need something as a distraction and they need somebody to focus on again right now to keep everybody's eyes off what's really going on. For example, this has gotten almost no mainstream media news, but over the weekend in Cleveland, Ohio, a whole school district has now canceled classes. You go, why would they cancel classes? Is it because everybody got COVID at school? No, actually quite contrary. They've had very few cases there. On Friday, they cut class so the teachers, who were about 80% of them, were eligible to get the COVID injection. So they said, hey, we're going to give everybody injections on Friday and Saturday. All the teachers are going to get their shots. By Monday, we'll be back up and running again. Well, Two days after, basically, the individuals were given their shots, the school district had to put out a giant press release and basically said that so many of the teachers are having such adverse effects to the shot from over the weekend that they have to cancel class on Monday now because of basically how bad it was. And there's another report where they basically um, – Republished it. They said, attention from Superintendent Bidlack, this is from Tina Slatzer, she said, dear parents, the Fairless School staff received their COVID vaccines on Saturday. Many have developed side effects and became ill. I will not able to operate school safely tomorrow with this many staff out. Fairless schools are closed for Monday, February 8th. We plan to resume school on Tuesday. And of course now the mainstream media, if they've covered it at all, said, dude, this is perfectly fine. We're not surprised in this at all. It's totally normal to have a few side effects, except this isn't normal. They're making you believe this is normal. This is not normal to have a 2 and 3% side effect rate. In most cases, sometimes so severe, people can't even work and they have to go get hospitalized. At the same time, we're seeing countries around the globe are already pushing to demand that you have proof that you've been injected with the RNA shot. The Australian government now has released further detail of the COVID vaccine plan, confirming Australians will be able to access proof through their mobile homes once they or mobile phones once they receive the jab. Priority groups will start to receive the Pfizer vaccine this month, while the AstraZeneca jab is expected to be approved within weeks. Government Services Minister Stuart Roberts said anyone who's received the COVID vaccine will have it recorded on the immunization register. The record will be available on MyGov website, where a person will be able to download the app and have their history listed on their phone. 
What's interesting about it, they have not said so far that you will have to have this to go do anything. But as we have already seen very, very, very clearly, the goalpost has never stopped. Now they're saying, you know, the CDC saying you have to wear two masks if you're going to travel around and use any type of form of transit. Now, the irony about this, and here's the thing that really has troubled me with this whole situation. The CDC is not a legislative branch. They're an independent health agency. A lot of people don't realize that. CDC has no business, has no right, and has no authority to dictate law or dictate health around the country at all, ever. But what's happened is under emergency guidelines, we've handed over, we've handed over the government to outside agencies such as the CDC and allow them to come in and say, well, this is what you have to do now. This is what we're mandating you do, even though they're not an enforcement agency either, nor are they a legislative branch. They are nothing. They're an outside independent agency. So why are we handing over this much of our rights, this much of our freedom, this much of our autonomy, this much of our consent without even asking the question, who made the CDC a, a, a branch that they can go in and start enforcing law? There was a video yesterday that I watched from Ian Fitness, and uh, of their, and he was up in Home Depot up in New Jersey, and he generally hasn't had too many issues with masks. And so as soon as the individual, the manager came in and said, you, you have to wear a mask, you, have, you can't check out. And he goes, no, he goes, I, I have medical exemption, I'm not going to. And he said, well, the CDC mandates you have to wear a mask. He said, no, they don't. I'm not traveling. He goes, not to mention, he goes, the CDC does not dictate law. They do not enforce law. They do not have the right to do any of this at all. This is what everybody has to start realizing really quick. This entire thing has turned into a sham. The whole thing has turned into one giant lie. Is there a virus out there? Yeah. Just like there's dozens and dozens and dozens of other viruses every single day you're exposed to. If you catch COVID, can you get sick from it? Absolutely. Do the vast majority of people get sick enough to even come close to dying from it? Absolutely not. The amount of people I have encountered and talked to and helped and worked with that have tested positive for COVID, majority of them, almost all of them, their side effects have been minimal. Minimal. Now, I've talked to a few people that were older and had multiple health conditions and caught it. Some of them went to the hospital for a couple of days. Some stayed at home and bounced back and hammered vitamin C and D3. But this whole thing that we're being told now has been nothing more than a complete and total sham. So I, again, encourage everybody, make sure you're doing your own research and not living in fear. The whole entire aspect of what they're basing it off of is that you continue to stare at the mainstream media every single night after work in a stupor, drooling on yourself, regurgitating the same thing they tell everybody over and over and over again. We already know the PCR COVID test is not very accurate. We already know there's huge flaws in it. We already know, basically, that the WHO has even recommended they turn down the uh, the the way they use it because it's coming in with so many false positives that it's not accurate at all. But again, that's how they continue to keep the numbers going up, 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 up. And remember, I've asked this many times, and still nobody's been able to answer this. You know, they have the big counter: COVID deaths, COVID cases, all these all these mainstream news outlets. Like like it like it's a like a slot machine. I mean, it's ridiculous. It continues to keep rolling in perpetuity. It's never going to stop. I guarantee you, they're going to keep it up there for years. My question is, where's the counter for recovered cases? 
Hmm? Where's, where's the counter for recovered cases? I have not seen one single news agency, not a single time, come up and say, you know what? Good news is, though, on the bright side of things today, guys, just want to give everybody a positive day. We have had at least over one or two or three or four million, you know, um, basically recovered cases in this area. They're doing great. None of that. They continue to add the list on in perpetuity. They're saying, we've had this many COVID cases now. Since when? Since January, what, February of last year? So are we going to keep counting COVID cases for years on in? So it's 2029, and we've had 580 million COVID cases in the country. You go, but we only have 330 million people here. Oh, it doesn't matter. Everybody's getting it again. They're getting it a second and third time now. You go, so we're just, we're just going to keep a countdown meter just going forever in perpetuity? No recovered cases? Just Guys, wake up and smell the flowers on this and look at what they're doing to us and continue to get the news and truth out there the best you can. I appreciate so much the support of Health Masters. I've been getting emails all week on different stuff that's going on. I'll be getting some more of those here in a minute. But just continue to keep the faith up, continue to keep the truth, and continue to keep trying to wake up as many people as possible. Because there's a lot of people, even people that were kind of in the COVID cult last year, there's a lot of people that I'm talking to that are starting to wake up now. They're kind of like, you know what, like last year I was kind of scared about stuff. Now I'm starting to realize this whole thing is just complete and total theater. It's like we're watching a movie it's, it's, it's like a Hollywood-based movie. It's all lies they're telling us every single day, including now the full-blown obfuscation theater with this impeachment thing, which, I mean, it has absolutely no business happening whatsoever. I mean, do we not have anything else going on in the country we need to start working on right now? I mean, how about the massive debt that we're continuing to accrue? How about the fact that once we run this next $1.9 trillion stimulus bill, people haven't even begun to see hyperinflation yet because a lot of the money Money has not trickled down into the hands of the economy because they only give everybody a couple hundred dollars. You wait and see what happens. They keep bumping trillions of stimulus checks like they've done in the stock market, like they keep doing every couple months now. You're going to start seeing inflation upon a level we have never witnessed before in this country. You mark my words on that. And you can already see a lot of stuff going up. Why do you think now a lot of vehicle prices – New vehicle prices are going up. You know, see a 2021 vehicle, all oh, the projected price for 2022 vehicles. I mean, a lot of these pickup trucks now, dude, they're 60, 70, 80, $90,000. A lot of these cars, you get like a nicer car, you know, a, an upgraded Accord. So you're talking thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 plus. It's funny. I talked to dad yesterday. We were talking about some of the power from the 1971 Corvette 454 yesterday. Cause there's a dealer down the road that has one and you know, they're super rare. It's just a cool car. I mean, it's old school American Corvette muscle, you know, this thing had like, you know, 500, you know, foot pounds of torque. And I mean, it's, it's for back then 1971, the car has some juice to it. And I pulled up the thing on it in 1971. When that 454, you could go buy one from the dealership, it was $5,100. $5,100 for a 400-something horsepower 454 Corvette. Now, a, a, a basic Stingray Corvette, now even the mid-engine C8, you know, a decent one with just a couple options on it, $70,000, $80,000. And that's not including what they're going for on the market because they put premiums on them now. You know, they'll be pushing $100,000 by next year. And so you look at that, and it shows you real fast where the inflation numbers have gone and how 
after this catches up to the market and the economy over the next couple of years with the stimulus bill, we're about to see it on a whole nother level. That's why I've always encouraged people continue to buy things that are going to be appreciating assets as far as for wealth storage, whether it's gold, whether it's silver, whether it's beans and rice, whether it's food buckets, whether it's ammunition. Well, ammunition, you can already see what's happening with that right now. So again, my friends, be awake, be vigilant, do not live in fear, but of love and of sound mind, and continue to get the truth out there. What do you think, Dad? Well, you're 100% right, Austin. It's the continual destruction of the United States dollar as the reserve currency of the world, and it's from Keynesian economics. Keynesian economics says you have to have X amount of inflation per year, increasing of the money supply in order to maintain growth. That's kind of summing up Keynesian economics. And I know that's simple. Okay, but that's basically what it says. Here's the problem. When you do that, when you inflate the currency, you decrease the purchasing power of the dollar and you increase the debt. The problem is the debt and the interest is never put into circulation in most cases. So the debt can never be paid off. I mean, it's just how it works. If you have one hundred thousand dollars and you basically borrow money against it and against it and against it and against it, and you never print the interest that you're paying on the debt, pretty soon everything owed back is interest, and it's more than $100,000, so the debt can never be pay, paid off. That's where we are in the United States. You know, Our debt, when you look at it in dollars and in derivatives, is in the quadrillions, thousands of trillions. The problem is we've probably got $20 trillion in circulation, but there's thousands of trillions out standing on the dollar so what the united states has done since it was made the reserve currency with the petrodollar and we left the gold standard back in the 70s it's had this incredible growth because it was almost impossible to overinflate the dollar because it was using being used globally and so now we look at it we're saying well wait a minute it used to be four marks to one dollar then it ended up being you know, a little over a mark for a dollar then they shifted to the euro and they're doing Everything they can at this point, the international bankers, to transition into cryptocurrencies. That way they can just give you digital ad, digital subtracts, seize your assets, take your money, stop you from buying and selling. It's everything about printing the dollars. Now they're talking about not even printing. In fact, some people are saying that the treasuries actually said they're no longer printing dollars or hundreds or ones or whatever because they're allowing it to basically fade out of existence and going to a cryptocurrency or to digital currencies, which are much easier to manipulate. You know, we see the dollar. I mean, the French franc was a dollar. Or the Swiss franc was like a dollar five, dollar ten to the dollar. And now it's down to point eight eight, point eight nine, point nine zero, depending on how much dollars, how many dollars the French, the Swiss government buys in order to decrease the value of its own currency. And all of these things are being manipulated through the international monetary funds, the Bank of International Settlements, the you know, you know, the the, the Basel Bank. I mean, all of this stuff is going on right now as we speak. Behind the scenes, including the implementation of 5G, which has been shown to have all kinds of health effects. And now, in fact, the FCC is being sued because they have not told the truth to the people about the effects of the 5G and all the other things that are happening around us with all of these Wi-Fi signals that we're being bathed in on a daily basis. And so all of this stuff is happening. But what do we do? We get exposed to the Trump reality show like it never it's never going to end. Once they get done with the impeachment, they'll probably try, try to file civil, or, you know, or, or criminal charges on him. They're going to keep him in the, they're going to keep him in the fray. And here's why they're going to do it because they're going to continually push him to run again in 2024. Why? Because they want to continue to maintain the narrative back and forth. They want to maintain the friction between the nationalists, the patriots, the communists, the socialists, and all of this is being controlled by the cabalists.
so many people are so upset and they're worrying about this stuff all the time. And, and, and the thing about it is, is that should, that should we be involved in this? Should we be talking to our friends about it? Should we be, you know, basically not watching the mainstream news and listening to alternative media? Yes. We should be sending shows like our show and other shows that you respect and you basically, you know, know we're telling you the truth to all of your friends so that we can all be in this together so we know what's happening. But should we worry? Now, you know, Matthew 6 covers that pretty much in detail. And it says, you know, in fact, Matthew 6, verse 25, it says, Therefore I tell you, this is Jesus talking, do not worry about your life or what you'll eat or drink or about your body that you will not wear. It is not like is life is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. Do they not sow a reaper of store of barns? Yet our heavenly father feeds them. Are you much are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying at a single hour to your life? Okay? The answer is no. But does he say don't prepare? No, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. He says don't worry about it. In other words, he wants you to prepare. He wants you to understand what's going on. But he doesn't want you to sit around wringing your hands, laying awake at night, and worrying. That is not of God. It isn't. That's of the evil one that we're supposed to, that we pray to be delivered from. We talked about it in the last two shows. It's so important to understand that because when you keep your hearts and minds in Jesus as the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, everything changes because then you realize, okay, well, what happens? Well, they come over here and they do this and they do that. Okay, well, they may kill us. Whoa, did I say that? Yeah, they, they might. You don't know what they're going to do. These communists are pretty wicked people, these Kabbalists. But it doesn't matter. They're not going to affect you from a long-term basis. You're going to be in heaven forever. I mean, I'm 65 years old. You know, I'm, like I told you guys a few months ago, I'm not going to bench press 340 pounds again. You know, not going to do it. Joints can't handle it. But the reality is, is that my brain still works perfectly. I still work out six days a week, but I'm never going to be physically what I was when I was 18, 19, 20 years old. Not going to happen. But does that mean I need to worry about that? No. But I also need to realize that my eternity is not going to be here. When you're in heaven for a thousand or a million years, you're 65 or 75 or 85 or 100 year life here on this planet is totally, completely insignificant. That's why Jesus said, oh, death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sin? Thy sting. You know, he's overcome both hell and the grave. And that's what he did on the cross. That's what he did by his sacrifice for us. So worrying is not going to get it. Now, being prepared, you need to be prepared. We learned about that in Florida. We really have learned that a long, long time against, you know, hurricanes and being prepared and understanding what's going on with hurricanes. Because, guys, hurricanes don't really care whether you're prepared or not. They kind of do their thing. And if you're not prepared with a hurricane, you're going to find yourself in a situation where you really don't have any food or you don't have any water. And that's not good. But does that mean we should worry about that? No. Why would we worry about it? Just buy some extra food and water. That's simple enough, isn't it? I mean, why in the world are we going to worry about all of this stuff? You know, I mean, it's, it just do what you know to do. The other day I had a guy come over from the, one of the car dealerships, and I was talking to him, and I was kind of ministering to him. And I said to him, I said, you know, I've got a German plaque in the house, and it says, Gebet und Arbeit heißen Sie. He goes, well, what the world does that mean? I said, well, that's simple. He said, said, in German, what it means is that there's two fundamental principles in life. Gebet, prayer, Arbeit, work. 
it says basically these are the foundations of work of our of prayer and work on, on your life. I said you need to pray like it's all up to God every single day, and you need to work like it's all up to you. You go, whoa. And see, that was kind of the Protestant work ethic. You pray like it's all up to God. You work like it's all up to you. In other words, you pray every day and you send out shows every day that you know are going to wake your friends up. I need you guys because of censorship to go to your list now. And when we send you the link through the email of our show, I need you to forward it to everybody every day. So, well, they may not agree with some of the stuff you say. All right. Well, tell them that. Here's a link for you to listen to. You may not agree with everything that the Ted Dawson Brower says, but, you know, do your own research. But at least they're saying something and do that for us because we need that. Because if we don't, it's going to be a mess. You know, and, you know, we got to realize the power of Jesus. You know, in Matthew, it also says, it says, without warning, Jesus was in a boat, you know, and they, he was with his disciples. And he goes, without warning, a furious storm came upon the lake. So the, the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. He was Taking a nap in the middle of the storm on a boat. It's a little boat. It's probably 30 feet long. And the, the disciples are all stressed out. The disciples went and they woke him up saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. And he looked at him. He goes, you have a little faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves. And it was completely calm. Completely. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. Why? Because you shall call his name Jesus. He is the Lamb of God. It's not he was. He is. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the Counselor. He is the Son of God. He is the King of Kings. He is Lord God Almighty. That's why the winds, that's why the waves obeyed him. And again, I'm getting all of these emails in. Well, these, we're getting all of this stuff about disclosure and aliens and spaceships. And I'm like, oh gosh, here we go again. Yes, there are a lot of websites out there that are doing this and all news. Why do they do that? They do it for clickbait. That's the same reason they put out stuff about volcanoes. That's the same reason they put out stuff about earthquakes. That's the same reason they put out stuff about meteorites passing past the earth. You notice if you go to our website, you don't really see stuff like that. You know, on the Health Masters news site, why? Because there's nothing I'm going to do about a meteorite passing by the Earth, right? What am I, why, why am I going to freak people out over that? It's 100 million miles away. We need to be scared. No, we don't. It's 100 million miles away. Just chill out. Forget it. Whatever. Who cares? Don't make it an issue. Well, we've got space. Well, no, aliens are real. Well, I've told you that. UFOs are real. You know, we, we know that now. Everybody knows that. It's not like we're trying to kid. This is the angels and the demons and all the other stuff. In fact, here's, here's an interesting, too. The healing of two demon-possessed men. This is out of Matthew again. When he arrived at the other side of the lake in the region of Gadardius, two demon-possessed men. And these, these means they have some other spirit from some other entity, some other dimension that are in them, right? They're hanging out. They're hanging inside of these guys. And they're coming into these two men, and they, and they, and they came out to meet Jesus. Now, they were so violent that no one could even pass that way. These guys were like insanely strong because they were demonically possessed. And so they run up to Jesus. They don't know what to do because they know he's God. And they go, what do you want with us, son of God? They shouted, have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Because they know how the story ends, right? They know what's going to happen. Some distance from a large herd of pigs was feeding. The demons begged Jesus, if you drive us out, like don't send us into the hell, right? But send us to the herd of pigs. And he said to him, 
to them, to the demons, go. And they came out and they went into the pigs and the whole herd rushed down a steep bank into the lake and they died. What a mess, right? And those tending the pigs ran off. And they went into their town and reported all of this, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. Now listen to this. This is the reason I'm reading this story today besides the fact you get these ETs hanging out inside of these people. And we can call them demons, whatever. You pick a name. Verse 34, then the whole town, I mean, literally, everybody gets up because, you know, this is a big source of revenue for these guys. I mean, 2,000 pigs, that's a lot. It's a big herd of pigs, if you want to call them a herd. Then the whole town went out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, what they do? Did they fall on their knees and worship him because of what he had done and how the demons obeyed him? Did they fall down and ask him who he was and say, Jesus, who are you? Are you the son of God? Are you the Messiah? Did they do any of this? No. They said to him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. In other words, hit the road. We don't know who you are, but this is really weird to us, and we don't want to hear about it, and we want you to leave the region. Why? Because let he who has ears to hear, let him hear. They didn't have ears to hear. They didn't care who Christ was. They were probably, quite frankly, they probably, they probably were not, they probably couldn't have been Jewish because they're raising pigs, right? And that's against Jewish law. But the reality is, is that they were probably practicing the ancient Canaanite religions. That's probably how these guys got demon possessed. Frank, with you guys, when you see this stuff at the halftime ceremony with the Super Bowl, you start to realize real quick that these guys are still around. You got, you know, Lucifer being let down from the skies, the fallen angel, him rising out of the pit, the abyss, when they open up the gates and all the smoke pours out. You got all these, well, I'm not going to go any further into you, but the whole thing's a mess. That's who's running the planet. They're running the planet enough that they run a halftime ceremony, have done so for many, many years, that is basically a Kabbalah. This halftime ceremony to basically glorify the demons. Yeah, that's what they do. So remember this. Don't get stressed out over any of this. You know, God's not asleep right now. He's awake. He's omnipresent. He knows what's going on. You don't have to be writhing and ringing and flailing and flipping and being all stressed out all the time. Just chill out. Prepare for what you know is coming. Prepare for what you can prepare for. And just let it go and let God and don't get stressed because stress causes an elevation of cortisol. Cortisol causes elevations of blood pressure and all the other things that come along with it. Plus, you don't sleep at night. Then you decrease your body's efficiency as far as its immune system. And then you increase the risks of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. So it's not like you weren't already stressed out enough that you got some kind of disease you got to deal with. Don't do that. Take your supplements. Stay prepped. Stay awake, tell your friends, and stay prepared. Very, very, very important, but don't worry. Very important. Also, what do you think of what's your next story, bud? Absolutely. That's, I mean, you, you can't, you can't make it any more clear than that. That's the best thing to do. And, you know, continue to stay vigilant on making sure you are prepped for anything that you may need. Cause right now, 
you know, it's easy to grab a couple buckets of food or it's easy to grab a generator. It's easy to grab an extra couple bottles of supplements used for blood sugar or it's easy to grab a little bit of ammunition. You know, ammunition's gotten very expensive, but it's a lot of times it's easy. What happens is when things are easy, people get complacent. They go, ah, you know what? I don't want to deal with that right now. I'd rather go buy this or I'd rather go buy, you know, new shoes and new this and new that instead of buying this. And all of a sudden something happens and it's hindsight. You go, man. I wish I would have done that when I had this extra money. I wish I would have bought this whenever I could have bought this. Now I can't even find this, as we're starting to see with certain commodities. And back to something I was saying at the beginning of the show, and I wanted to bring this up because this just came out. So it was just released from Johnson & Johnson. Remember I told you last year that there's guaranteed that the COVID is going to be in going on in perpetuity. Remember how I just said at the beginning of the show <laughs> that we're going to have the counters on and they're going to be talking about COVID for years and years and years? Well, the CEO of Johnson & Johnson literally just gave away the entire plan. Just gave it away. He he did an interview with MarketWatch. This is the, the CEO of Johnson & Johnson who's actually right about to get FDA emergency usage of their COVID vaccine, he said, and I quote, I think most people feel that this will be something where for the next several years, we'll be getting a COVID-19 shot just like we would a flu shot. <laughs> In an interview with CNBC, Gorski said that the mutations of the coronavirus will lead to regular changes of the vaccine. And he goes on to say, I think we can all imagine a future where we're living with this, but where we can keep the science at pace with the virus so we can keep an adapted vaccine and we can handle it and keep living our lives. So hear what he just said at the beginning. I'm going to repeat that again. I think most people feel that this is something for the next several years. We'll be getting a COVID-19 shot just like a flu shot. Guys, they're telling us what they're going to do with this. They're telling us where this is headed. So everybody that's sitting back and saying, you know what, just, just let's just get over with this. Let's just comply with it. It'll be over soon. It's not going to be over soon. The longer that everybody complies and consents, it's never going to be over. This is why you handle bullies directly. You do not comply with them. You do not reason with them. You do not try to talk to them. You basically handle them directly. We have to start handling these restrictions directly. There is no more ability to sit back and go, oh, well, just trust the plan. Watch what will happen. Now, why, why are these guys, why is Johnson & Johnson, why are Pfizer, why is Moderna, why is AstraZeneca, why are all these big pharmaceutical companies, why are they so bent on making sure this virus stays around? Well, they have a massive monetary incentive to do so. For example, Pfizer last year total gross revenue was $42 billion. That's about on average where they usually are, you know, 40, 41, 42. Last year was a good year for them. Well, their fourth quarterly reports came out, and they've now already said that the COVID vaccine alone in 2021 will get them 15, or $15 billion in gross revenue. One shot, one COVID shot is going to get them $15 billion, which means they're probably, you know, their total market value as far as what they're going to be generating yearly now is probably going to be pushing upwards of the high 50s, probably pushing close to 60 general revenue now. Same thing with Johnson & Johnson, same thing with Moderna. These guys are poised to make tens of 
billions of dollars with this jab. So, yeah, they have a significant monetary incentive to make sure everybody keeps getting the shot. And what's going to continually happen is they're going to constantly keep rolling out new forms of the shot, new mutant strands of the COVID. Every single year, there's going to be another scare, another virus, another mutated form, and they're going to continue to use it over and over and over and over again until it's no longer effective. Well, I say it's time the United States populace makes it no longer effective this year. We already made it through last year, right? We made it through last year. So why is everybody still scared about it now? It's been a year. What's going to keep going on? This virus is going to keep going on and on and on and on. It's total hogwash. It's total hogwash. It completely goes against any and all scientific construct of how viruses work. This is why generally even with the Spanish flu – There was an outbreak of it, and then it broke down, and then there basically was another little reemergent of it, and then it was gone. And that was dealing with the early 1900s with very, very poor sanitation habits. And they still say that there's a lot of cases that they feel they have counted with the Spanish flu. You know, they said tens of millions of people died from the Spanish flu. Well, the problem with that was they didn't have any significant way to test for the Spanish flu. If you were already really sick, or you already had a health problem, and then you got the Spanish flu and you got sick, well, they didn't really know what to do with it anymore. It was like, okay, we got sick. This is where the whole misconception of the Spanish flu came about. And the death rate and the rate that we saw back then, even with what they counted, isn't anywhere near what this is with COVID. Never has been, never will be. But they're trying to use it as consistent fear porn to push people right into the line of slavery without even realizing it. Also, too, in other news, this is something that happened down here in Florida. It got very little coverage, and it was in Oldsmar, Florida, which is actually right over there, like North Tampa kind of area. And it was kind of disturbing to hear about this, but what happened was a individual did a cyber attack on the water treatment plant for Oldsmar. And what he did was he hacked into the system – and increase the sodium hydroxide levels in the city's water from 100 parts per million to 11,000 parts per million. Now, this is obviously a dangerous increase because sodium hydroxide is the main ingredient in liquid drain cleaner. It's used in minor amounts to control water acidity and remove metals from drinking water and water treatment plants. Now, of course, even at 100 parts per million, when you drink it, you're putting that in your body. This is one of the reasons why we're so big on distillers and making sure you're drinking purified water. But what we saw with this now is how easy it was for somebody to hack in the system. They said, oh, it wasn't a big deal. We caught it before it went out into the public. The public really wasn't ever in danger. You know, We, we got it before it went out there. And the, my biggest question, to the, though, is this. What happens if you start having massive attacks, whether they're false flag or they're genuine, and all of a sudden you start having this happen, but they don't tell the populace that it happened? Everybody just starts drinking the water and starts becoming incredibly sick. If you remember the film Batman, I think it was Batman Begins. It was the first one that um, they did as far as the, the newer ones they did. The first Christian one they did, Bale. Think, Christian yeah, Bale. Christian Bale. The first one they did with Christian Bale. And if you remember – The bad guy in it, the villain in it, took a hallucinogenic and was putting it in the municipal water supply. He was planning on making the entire city of Gotham basically go crazy. That that was the whole premise of the film. 
How do we know that this wasn't basically a trial run? How do we know that they're not going to try to use something like this in the future? This is why, again, it's also very important to make sure you have water filtration, like the water distillers, and backup water filters. And make sure you have stored water on deck. You guys have heard me say that for years and years and years. Take the water distiller. Make a gallon of water. You can buy the one-gallon plexiglass jugs online. You can buy the three-gallon jugs. You can buy them at your store. A lot of times you go to those areas like Publix. You know, they'll have the ones in the back you can buy. They're like big, you know, blue plexiglass water jugs. They're pretty much almost always BPA-free, real hard plastic. And you can go in, and you can fill those up with your water distiller, and then you add a little bit of the aqua trace, and you add a little bit of the colloidal silver we have, the silver 500. That adds some minerals back to the water, and then that adds basically some silver back to the water, which keeps it clean. And then you go and put it in your closet. Put it in you know a dark, cool place and rotate out of it sometimes. That's what I do a lot of times. If I'm going on a trip, I'll just grab one out of the closet. Then when I get back in town, you know, I'll fill another one back up and I'll rotate them out. But having at least 10 to 20 gallons of water stored up just on deck at all times at your house is really, really important, my friends. Because, you know, especially if you're in the city or you're close to the city or you're on city water, if something like this were to occur, I don't want to be taking a risk of drinking this stuff at all. So, again, just something I wanted to throw out there because very few mainstream outlets have even actually covered this at all. And the reason why, I think, is because they don't really want people knowing this happened. Whether or not it was a false flag, whether or not it was just a random hacker, whether or not it was a test run, I don't know. But they still allegedly have still not been able to find this cyber hacker that hacked into there, ironically enough. So just something I want to throw out there, Dad. What do you think? Well, it could be a lot worse than that, Austin. They can dump a crap load of fluoride into it, too, a lot higher. Fluoride's rat poison. That's true. And, and, you know, I mean, they can make it much more. You know, if you understood what's in your municipally treated water and all the carcinogens, cancer-causing agents, and all the chemicals, and all the aluminum, and all the fluoride, and what it does to your brain. I mean, they did this research in the concentration camps, and they saw the research in Dachau back in 1945 when those camps were liberated, and they found out that the inmates would not take pills. They refused to. They refused to be drugged. They wouldn't do it. So, what, But they had to drink water. So what they did, they pumped this fluoride stuff into the water supply in these concentration camps. And when they did, it made the inmates servile and infertile. In other words, they acted like servants. And they did what they were told. They were like basically robots. And they, they were basically made infertile so they wouldn't be having babies. I mean, they don't want a bunch of babies in a concentration camp when you got slave labor. They don't want that. I mean, the, the, these these people that are running these camps are not good people, and they don't want that. They want the people to work and to produce and not to take care of an infant. That's why many of the children were stripped away from these people when they were sent to these camps. You see, we need to understand that. I mean, this is what they do to us, and they started putting the fluoride in the water in 1946 after they read the material from Dachau. I mean, how how sick is that? My gosh. And remember, the MK Ultra programs was just a continuation of the, you know, the experimentation of the mind control of the concentration camps. So they started reading the literature and breaking people's personalities and causing split personalities and fracturing people and having dual personalities. And that's why the MK Ultra program brought to you in the United States by Operation Paperclip was MK Mind in German is mint and controller is spelled with a K, which means control. So they didn't even try to change the doggone initials. It was MK, mind control.
control experiments, MK Ultra. That's what it was. And they started using all different kinds of drugs, including LSD. This was in combination with what was going on with the Frankfurt School, with, destro- with destroying nationalism and pushing women's liberation and pushing basically that women needed to be doing what men were doing, et cetera, et cetera, bringing us all the way now to transgenderism. <laughs> they started it back 70 years ago because they were, they were going to push the transgender stuff. And that's exactly what basically Biden has done now with his executive order. But, you know, when you start thinking there's no such difference between a male and a female, which is what they want you to think, uh, this is what they want to do. They want to completely destroy the American family and not have a patriarch or a matriarch, just have an it, I guess. Who runs the family? It. It runs the family. What is it? We don't know what it is, but we know that it is there, and so it runs the family. Well, is it a male or female? Oh, we don't know what it is. Well, how do you have children? We don't know if we even had children. Are they putting a test you? We don't know what it did. We don't know about childbirth. What's the it? I mean, this is so stupid. It's hard to believe. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's an article out by Survival Blog Science, and it says, Death by government edicts and vaccination is planned democide. This is interesting. The more power a government has, the more it can act arbitrarily according to the whims and the desires of the elite. And the more it will make war on others and murder its foreign and domestic subjects. The more constrained the power of governments, the more power is diffused, checked and balanced, unless it will have aggressive on others and commit democide. Democide is a concept proposed by Rudolf Rommel since at least 1994 to describe the intentional killing of an unarmed or disarmed person by government agents acting in their authority, capacity, and pursuant to government policy or high command. What better term could describe what is going on today? Governments and those controlling political process thrive and exist only by seeking power and control. In doing so, the sacrifice of the people is a natural consequence of all government action. Today, a completely fraudulent and purposely manufactured virus pandemic is being used as a tool to accomplish these state goals of power and control and be damned the people in the process is what it says. Now, this is a very good article. I'm going to post this, but you got to realize what they're doing. It's all about culling the population and doing what they need to do. In fact, Tucker, I mean, I don't really care for Tucker, but he does put out some truth every once in a while. I guess he's controlled opposition. Tucker shreds MSNBC's Nicole Wallace for suggesting that drone strikes on Trump supporters. One of the craziest things ever said on television. She's recommending drone strikes. I mean, but you know, just you're you're sitting in your backyard by the swimming pool, basically, you know, sipping some lemonade in the shade or whatever you're doing, and all of a sudden you see a drone. You go, Wow, what's that? You got your family around you, you got your kids around you, you got having a big birthday party, and there's thirty, forty people back there, and all of a sudden they launch a hellfire. Boom, you're gone. Don't think they'll do it. They do it all the time. They do it at weddings. They do it at funerals. They do all of it all the time in other countries. We do it. The United States of America does it. We kill people and all the bystanders. We consider that to be collateral damage or sometimes they call it blowback. Well, yeah, you get people pretty ticked off. You kill their whole family. Then they want to start shooting your troops. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine if we had communist Chinese come into the United States and occupy us. And every time we had a birthday party, everybody got killed. Pretty we'd be all pretty ticked off and we'd be fighting against the Chinese troops on our soil 
Am I right or am I wrong? What's the difference between that and what we've done in Afghanistan? Afghanistan had nothing to do with 9-11. We just wanted to secure the poppy fields. Iraq had nothing to do with 9-11. Syria, sure in the heck, didn't have anything to do with 9-11. But yet we've Israel basically you know, is promoting all of this as far as their protection. We got to realize that Trump said the only reason the United States is in is in Israel is is in the in the Middle East is secure and to make sure we defend Israel. He said that I read it on your show. I actually played it for you. And so this is where we find ourselves. We've got a situation where we've got all of this stuff happening everywhere, all over the world, and they're killing people without due process. Do you not think it'll happen here? Obama started killing American citizens on foreign soil without due process. He said he was really good at killing people with drones yeah yeah that guy is such a, a wuss boy I, that, that he is a girly man all right he is a girly man he, he, he's gay you know that he's married to a i guess a guy who's a girl i don't know what the heck they, i don't know what they are it is over well, there's a bunch of weirdos according to joan rivers but she kind of endorsed it but the reality is i'd like to see what he'd do in a real knuckle to knuckle match with somebody his size and his age or younger than him it wouldn't be so easy as calling a drone strike. I don't know how in the world I got into that, by the way. The, the uh, <laughs> I just <laughs> now th- here's another one. Laura Logan on calls to deprogram conservatives and says this was never about Trump. Now think about that. The question is, how are we going to almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? Asked Katie Couric during a recent interview on HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher. For many people, it was a jaw drop and hear something so radical from a journalist. You kind of get that sinking feeling in your stomach because it's so disappointing. You're like, wow, seriously? Lara Logan tells CBN News. Logan, a longtime journalist and former 60 Minutes correspondent who now hosts her own show on the Fox Nation, basically says the idea of deprogramming a wide swath of Americans is more widely accepted than you might think. This is exactly what they did to the Germans in World War II. They had to denazify them. They had to reprogram them. They had to break their spirit as if they hadn't killed enough of them already with a third of the country dying. They had to make sure they had to break the rest of them. This is why Eisenhower left millions to die in death camps. You guys do your own research on that. The Eisenhower death camps, just Google it. Well, you can't Google it. Use DuckDuckGoGo. You'll find it But because a lot of stuff is completely blacklisted and not even – Program, not even, you can't pull up anymore on Google, but look at, look at Eisenhower death camps and read about the millions of German soldiers who were never released after the war. They were held against their will and against basically the Geneva principles and left there to die. And they did. They killed millions through starvation and little children. Twelve million Germans were murdered after the war, killed intentionally. Twelve million. But nobody talks about that. Can't, can't talk about that. No, no, can't talk about that. That's that's just not okay. Uh, by the way, Pope Francis, he just never wants to stop. This guy's absolutely nuts. Uh, he commemorates Abu Dubai document and gives a peace award to a pro-abortion UN chief. I mean, this guy just needs to go away. He's absolutely horrible. And quite frankly, if we don't get somebody else leading the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church is going to continue to fall apart. Uh, by the way, here's another article by uh, West. Reiner, and it says, if you think you could just be silent and obedient and they will leave you alone, you best think again. These people hate you, and they are out to replace you. They want everything that we stand for gone. And then he quotes something from the Gulag Archipelago, and it says, 
I'm keeping silent about evil and burying it so deep within us that no sign of it appears on the surface. We are implanting it and will rise up a thousandfold in the future. When we neither punish nor reproach evildoers, we are not simply protecting their trivial old age. We are thereby ripping the foundations of justice from beneath the new generations. Do you understand what he just said? He said, basically, if you don't call these guys out for what they're doing and you try to pretend like it's not happening, hey, pastors in the pulpit, listen to this. You're listening to the show. You keep just burying it. Oh, it's not happening. Nothing to see here. Move on. You know, guys, I love the word of God. I do. I read it to you guys all the time. But I read it, then I expound on it, and then I talk to you about news stories and what we can do to try to correct this mess. These guys are just absolutely frustrating me. They won't talk about current affairs. They won't talk about anything from the pulpit. And they'll do a six-month expose on Matthew chapter one. One chapter. Six months. Every day, every time you go to church, it's another decimal syllable or whatever. But they won't talk about the fact that Christians all over the world are being slaughtered. You, oh, yeah, slaughtered. They won't talk about that. Well, heaven forbid we talk about that. You know, but they'll give it extreme. And, and it may be a really good teaching. They may do a really good job expounding on it. But they probably need to add some more stuff in there like, you know, what's really going on in the world? And stop being so – how should I say I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be nice. And stop trying to cover up what's happening by not speaking about it. Just because you don't speak about it doesn't mean it's not there. Here's the article goes on and says, it's frustrating. The world is laughing at Americans. Here we are, armed to the teeth, larger than any army in the world, and we've allowed our country to be stolen from us. We've allowed the communists to do exactly what they wanted to do, and we do it and we just stew. And people keep asking, what can we do? Is there a plan? So here's the thing. Here's the plan. I'm telling you the plan. We've got to tell the truth to the people that we have to start working at a local level. We have to do that. We have to get the Masonic lodges out of our local politics. Yeah, we have to do that. That's where it's got to start. You got to get rid of the doggone Masonic lodges. You got to find out if they're Masons and not put them in the power. That good old boy network's got to go away. All this insider mess. It's really important that we got to do that with local city elections, county elections. Do we got to do it with state elections? I thank God Almighty we've got the governor we have. And, and I, I don't even know what to do with this ridiculous Bubble Boy Rubio. Oh, by the way, many of you ask, you're sending me emails. Why do you call him Bubble Boy Rubio? We haven't covered this in a long time. Here's why. Google Rubio Bubble Bath Gay or DuckDuckGoGo. Can't really promote Google. Just do that. And he'll pop up with photographs of him in a gay brothel in a bubble bath with a bunch of other guys you, you go god you gotta be kidding me that ain't true that's fake news no it's not that's why we call him a bubble boy rubio now he's got kids now he's married he may have repented from that lifestyle i can't believe you said that gays have got to repent it's just something they're bored with well i'm not going to go there but you don't have to choose that lifestyle you don't want to just thought i'd mention that but the reality is this that's why we call him bubble boy so we could definitely use another one by the way candace owens is saying she's gonna run for president now i'm kind of i like candace owens okay i like a lot of the stuff that she says i really do but here's the problem i've got with candace owens i'm not just quite sure because she's such a hardcore zionist of what she really wants to do or what she wants to believe She's a hardcore Zionist, by the way. So I don't know what to think of her. She says so much of the truth. I'm like, 
Trump did. But then she comes back and promotes Israel no matter what they do. And then you don't know why in the world the mainstream media allows her to maintain her Twitter account, why she's allowed to be so big on Facebook, why she's allowed to be so big on Instagram, why she hasn't been banned, why she hasn't been blacklisted, why she hasn't been taken down from social media. So you got to ask yourself a question. Is she being groomed? Just don't really know. It seems kind of odd to me, and it seems like she kind of is. By the way, the airlines are ditching business hubs and rerouting flights to Florida. <laughs> We're open in Florida. 78 degrees, clear blue skies, light sea breeze today. Just thought I would mention that. Airlines are ditching business hubs and rerouting flights to Florida. Maps are being overhauled to reflect new demand and Here's what you need to know. I'm posting this. There were 13,600 passenger flights around the globe in April 2020, the lowest recorded number during the pandemic. It was 80% six drops, but now they are rerouting flights to Florida because it is open for business, and we thank God Almighty that it is. By the way, Rush Limbaugh, they're saying now in the Washington Post, is ailing. He does have advanced lung cancer, and so is the conservative talk radio industry. Why has that happened? Here's why the talk radio industry has failed because they stopped putting on people who are telling the truth they stopped letting people go on who would bring the real controversies out and the real agendas of the new world order out on talk radio and they started syndicating people on hundreds and not thousands of shows on a daily basis and they stopped giving us freedom of speech that's why nobody's listening to the mainstream talk radio anymore quite frankly that's exactly what happened they allowed certain companies to come in and to pretty much buy all the radio stations and all the broadcast frequencies all around the country, which then allowed them to basically dictate what you were able to hear, and people have woken up to this. By the way, Peter Schiff says that what's going on right now with the Federal Reserve in the country and all this QE to infinity stuff all smells like stagflation. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, that is a term that came to pass under Jimmy Carter when we had high interest rates, high inflation, and low on, and we had high unemployment. It was a big, big mess. And until the Fed, if you're going to stay with Keynesian economics, which I don't like to start with, we need to be back on the gold standard and dump the entire Federal Reserve currency nonsense. But if you're going to, if you're going to do this, you've got to increase interest rates to cut back on demand. The housing market here in Florida has, has gone absolutely insane. When we drive down the major highway coming into our town, both sides, which used to be orange groves, both sides have been cleared for thousands of acres, literally all the way to the interstate, four miles away. And houses everywhere, hundreds, thousands of homes going in this area here. Why? Because the interest rates are so low. If we don't raise the interest rates, we're not going to cut this back, and we're going to start having massive supply shortages and massive inflation. By the guy, by the way, guys, remember what I told you in Matthew. Who, by worrying, can add a single moment to your life? Guys, just chill out. Do the best you can and just relax, let go, and always remember that laughter doeth good like a medicine. Just laugh at these clowns with they're trying to program and you go, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't I don't receive it. You not you. I don't I don't I'm not gonna listen to you. I love you guys. I have not yet prayed for you this morning. I'm gonna pray for you guys right now. I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely awesome. 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 Go ahead and finish it up, bud. Yes, absolutely. And also too, giving everybody a heads up, their Bank of America customers. You guys remember last week I told you that they were actually going uh, after the uh, individuals that were involved in any type of protest at the Capitol building on uh, January 6th. Well, that has not stopped now. The basically 
FBI has been working in close connection with Bank of America. And so I encourage you, if you use Bank of America, I would personally start thinking about moving some stuff out of it, maybe going to another bank, a local bank or a credit union or a bank that basically is going to value your rights and your privacy. This whole aspect of what they're doing here is very, very creepy to say the least. As you guys remember, they went in and started looking at customers who had transactions between the 5th and 6th, purchases for Airbnb hotels in that area before or after the 6th. And what's crazy about it now is they said – They've reported now that Bank of America has identified 211 people and turned that information over to investigators without notifying those customers their private financial transaction data was being shared without their consent. Federal authorities interviewed at least one person so far, but the individual was cleared of any wrongdoing. So so think about that for a second. They went after somebody on the list and then found out later on that that person didn't do anything wrong. But, you know, I'm sure they, they apologized to him. They gave me, you know, a nice, oh, we're, we're sorry about this. My friends, how long before they start doing this on a national scale as far as anything you look at online, anything you buy online, you buy too much ammo online, you buy some guns and have them sent to your FFL? I mean, where where is the line going to be drawn with this that we now have private banking institutions giving away your information, not only without your consent, without even telling you they're giving away your personal transaction data. That's very, very slippery slope. So again, I don't use Bank of America. I've never have been involved with them before, but I encourage you, if you do, you may want to rethink your strategy working with these guys because they clearly do not care about their customers' privacy at all. Thank you for the support, my friends. Be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. If you need anything, continue Give us a call or email us, healthmasters.com. The product of the week, basically, you guys voted and it won the magnesium brain food. That will be on sale later on today. Thank you again for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.